Happy Monday, family. Thank you for tuning in to Align with Plants, Align with Health. This is Lenita. I am sitting in my garden. It's fall, end of September. I think it's September 25th, which is mind-blowing to me. I swear it was just like September 11th, literally a few, I don't know, at least a week ago, but time is moving quick. Um, sitting in the garden, just checking things out. Have to tune back in with her every once in a while on ground level. Uh, a lot of times people enjoy the garden from, you know, from our perspective. But um, coming in, seeing a lot of new dandelions growing, a lot of the early spring greens are sprouting again. Uh, sunchokes have grown taller than they ever have any other year. I'm looking forward to harvesting up quite a bit of those roots this year because she's growing quickly. We still have berries. Um, if you plant raspberries, plant everberries. Don't just plant the raspberries that's brought in the spring. Plant everberries. They grow all year long. It's amazing. Or all of your season, your growing season. Um, but yeah, just hanging out in the garden. Uh, Align with Plants, Align with Health has always been a bi-weekly show. And I woke up today with the energy and the feeling that... Um, well, of a couple things, uh, of a particular topic that I really wanted to share. And it happens often, things in between the show uh, or in certain breaks of the show come into my mind, and I really want to talk about them on the podcast, though I'll forget or I'll make a note of it someplace and my Piscean Aquarian self <laughs> uh, is floating off in the ethers a lot of the times and I forget and I, I just don't remember what I wanted to talk about or the entire inspiration of the topic kind of falls to the wayside so I woke up today with this in my heart and I had planned on doing this for episode three in a couple of weeks though there is another reason why I want to why I'm doing this today I've also been feeling the heavy switch the heavy seasonal shift I realize that I am literally tuning my energetic frequency into the plant world and into the seasons and into the natural cycles of things. It's literally happening on, you know, levels that I could I know I can measure. And one of the realities of that is being extremely affected by the changes of the season physically. Um, and what the physical body kind of controls within the emotional stasis because there's actual physical things that happen with our body that change and interact with how we feel within. Not necessarily our spiritual higher energetic selves, though the way in which our brain and our gut and our bodies work can be changed and affected by the external world. And when these seasons change this far north for me, and it's not Alaska, which I've been to Alaska, and it's, I just, I can't even believe that humans actually have acclimated to that, to that drastic changes. Uh, because in the summertime, the sun just never set. It went to about 1.30 in the morning and drifted across the horizon. It was, it was mind-blowing to imagine the reverse of that. Though in the Pacific Northwest, for me, it's pretty far north and... I have been feeling this this tone, this overtone coming into my, literally into my being, into my experience, 
that fall is here and it's time to really, excuse me, bring the energy in because winter is coming. I am going to be facing more dark, cold, wet days and the reality of that is heavy for me. (laughs) So I need to stay focused and I'm going to try with season five of the podcast to do a weekly show. I want the content to stay strong. I want it to stay relevant. I want it to stay detailed enough in order to satiate you to continue um, to research it or to just open, you know, your mind to something new, but also be in a condensed amount of time of 30 minutes. I guess it's been running longer recently, maybe going to a 45 minute show. Um, so I'm really just staying fluid just like that. That's just how I am as my listeners probably have kind of learned about me by now. Um, and I'm going to add in an additional show once a week. So doubling the amount of seasons I'm going to do for the amount of episodes I'm going to do for season five, because I personally need the focus as well. I need to maintain a a schedule that will keep me focused on the larger goals and keep myself inspired and motivated to continue to share my own healing map. And yeah, so plus this was just really on my heart today. For some reason, I woke up with the energy that I think I want to share this today. Oh, it's Monday. And it's about uh, a close personal plant friend of mine, someone that I love dearly and and just have so much gratitude for on all the levels, which I want to say the gratitude for plants is is really um, amazing because not only do, or it's really deep, because not only do they affect and, um, and stimulate the physical parts of me, they truly are a part of the spiritual um, connection as well. The communication that is taking place between plants and other life is not just physical. Like with my own experience now, I know that I'm experiencing this physical transition and it's affecting how certain processes within my own being works. Though my spirit, uh, the energy, like the higher energy that is... um, actually making all of the physical parts of me work. That part, I even actually like to kind of call her Lenita sometimes because uh, I have, I feel like that name really does represent me. Um, Though that part of me is not actually affected by the change of weather. There are ways in which we can almost overcome our physical existence because, well, and we can, you know, not fully, Um, I don't believe in living forever and those things, um, you know, I could be proved wrong. There could be things, crazy things happening in the world that I just can't even imagine. Um, I sure do want to (laughs) know. But we really can overcome most, if not all, of our physical challenges. And... Being able to overcome seasonal depression or just like not having access to as much sun, not being not or as much light, as much water, uh, living fresh foods and fruits. 
just not having that amount of energy, the physical experience of it is, can be really heavy, especially when you're really in tune with what that cycle is. Though being able to overcome it is totally reality, it's real, it's possible, and it's something that I'm going to learn how to do, and it's why I even believe I'm here still, because I need to learn how to overcome this. Because I am a spiritual, I don't really like that word, but it's just so, it's the easiest one to use. I am an energy being that is charging this body. And that being is the energy that creates all. So I know that I can create what I want. Um, I want, you know, my soul is, <laughs> I have a career, like a tropical soul. Um, I have an equator soul. I have a uh, rich, I don't know, I have a soul that's, that comes from the warm parts, that comes near where the sun hits the hardest all the time. I can feel it. There's aspects of that culture and even what today's show really um, is, there's like a deep connection to it for me. Um, there's aspects to that part of the world and, and the, the people that live there and that are birthed there and that literally come from that land that I just, I know, I don't know where, though I know I'm there. <laughs> and that's where my soul feels, it, you know, home is at. And I don't know, know exactly where that's at on the earth. Um, we lived on an island. I've been in a tropical part of the world, but it didn't feel like that. So I think it's in the Caribbean. That water is so beautiful. Um, my soul lives there. Right now my body is in very cold parts, and I have to find ways to literally overcome my physical challenges. And I love doing this. This is this is kind of why I'm why I'm even doing this show is it's this challenge for myself to overcome my own fears, weaknesses, you know, things that I feel I can be doing and I'm not doing. I like to overcome that. And it's easier to do that when you're in tune with your your spiritual energetic being because you recognize that you can do it. It's it's possible because you are the energy of the creator. Whatever that means to you. So for the most part, plants can help guide us on both of the levels. And spiritually, one of the best plants, one of the seems like the most well-known and plants that lives has, has lived in most close contact with us that has the strongest connection to that is cannabis. And uh, she, she grows in those parts where the sun hits all year long for a long time and she grows all year and she nourishes and stimulates the spiritual energy beings that live there and that are from there and even not, not even the ones who you know it's not it's not all about smoking the plant though just in general that plant cannabis is a magical healer she is a sacred plant and she really deserves so much more love and credit and appreciation um, and proper use as well. Uh, so that's what I felt. I woke up today and I just felt this on my heart. So this was kind of a longer introduction, but, um, I wanted to explain just what I was feeling and why I'm sharing an episode today. <clears throat> and it's on my girl on cannabis. 
one of the most amazing plants just ever. Um, there's a couple of strains that we know, of course, of the plant and we can get textiles to grow and that part of the plant is amazing and we'll do an episode on that someday. <clears throat> Though for me, uh, what I felt today and what I what I really want to put into the ethers and into like into the energy field is um, or add to because people are talking about this is the the other you know the the mental the affecting part of the plant or the plant the cannabis that gets you high um, it's she's a plant that amplifies life in all ways shapes and form you can eat her the greens are extremely medicinal the oils the essential oils of cannabis are extremely medicinal people cure and heal themselves of all different sorts of elements and have been for many years with the plant though when the plant is heated and it's some big long word that I can't even remember that is what happens um, I should have looked it up for the show decarbonyl oh gosh oxen is I don't even remember there's a lot of letters in it <laughs> uh, what happens when it's heated and the THC is created this plant allows its user to experience an amplified experience an amplified perspective and for some reason society has made that experience here not good anymore like we don't value being able to be more sensitive to our environment to our reality to our world to our energetic experience um, for some reason that's considered you know like foolish and even if you look at the general idea of you know the world of the cultures where this plant grows um, let's say on the islands you know somewhere really warm and relaxed and people live a much chiller existence with less stress and live off of the land and and then the you know kind of easy cycles of that part of the land there's like this general idea that 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 those cultures are less civilized or something because they're not based on production and making stuff and building infrastructure of things that you know make a bunch of stuff and you know who's really to say which culture is best I and mean, obviously it's going to be based on your perspective uh, both are needed is the reality that's why they both exist and the thing is is that the that's not the reality of of the culture though that's that outsider's perspective of what it is <clears throat> In reality, that culture has is rooted in the truths of earth and of existence and of being alive and of what wellness is. And that's why, you know, the humans, especially who are still re connected in to their traditional cultures, are extremely healthy and well. And obviously there's different things that affect life and span and quality of life and all those things. Though, just speaking about the plants specifically, they help create these parts of culture and of tradition. Cannabis is a plant that literally, I mean, she does some things physically, which I think I've spoke about uh, 
just a few times briefly on the podcast before, but she actually affects our autonomic nervous system, the ANS system. Um, our ANS system controls the, our fight or flight. It's kind of the system that's going to make us go for some, like, you know, run away from something, be stimulated to run away from something, or it's going to be the system that does the opposite of that, sends the chemicals that are opposite that actually depress us and make us stop doing something or come in and, um, be like protect ourselves. Cannabis does something that no, uh, nothing else, well, cannabinoids, so there are other plants that have cannabinoids in them, but cannabis does something and cannabinoids do something to that system that nothing else, no other system or uh, no other being can do. And they actually create a balance. So cannabinoids do not send the stress hormones to stimulate the body and they don't send the stress hormones to depress the body they create a balance and a homeostasis of the ans system and this is extremely significant for our entire body for physical health for emotional health and for an ability and this is kind of you know it must be why these cultures have been historically written as you know cultures you don't want to follow or be a part of or that you're being lazy or not productive because there was some need for these other more productive cultures to be and to be existing or whatever who even knows um but what it mostly does when you have a balanced system and you're breathing well and your body's taking in the oxygen more is your your senses become more uh, you know, tuned, more fine-tuned, more opened, more available or um, capable of receiving all of the many signals that are around us. And so cannabis and cannabinoids, when heated and smoked, allow our body to relax and experience a balanced homeostasis uh, experience that allows us to receive more of our environment in. And so she has historically been known as a creative mother plant because when you're doing that, what you're doing is bringing in the create, you're uh, not bringing in, you're stripping off layers of yourself that allow you to see your creative being and like actually work within that being with more grace and more ease and more awareness. Um, she's a feminine plant. She's marijuana. MA represents uh, the feminine, the great divine energy. It's a plant that wants to amplify your creative abilities. The mother womb, the creative force within is what it is. We all have this ability to create literally anything that we can imagine, which is why, you know, it's it's why Hollywood and all of the, I mean, we'll just say, we'll just say Hollywood is such an important aspect of our culture and why what it produces and what you, what parts of it you allow into your, into your life, really into your experience um, why it's so, so important because what Hollywood does is literally give the imagination of the culture, you know, all of the big, all of the big, um, 
countries, I don't know, controlling groups, you know, maybe there's like just different stations on the earth to control a certain amount of people's perspective, but everyone has a Hollywood now. Everyone has a Hollywood and the imagination of the people in that area it is being produced through that you know major massive system of their local hollywood because what we imagine is what we can create and it happens time again that's i mean that's literally what we're doing as being alive is we think and then we create you know we make things happen from our thoughts so our friend cannabis gets in tune with that now for a lot of people her experience hanging out with her being with her um in heated moments uh, it's not good for a lot of people and that's that's why i really feel so drawn to sharing about her because i didn't start uh, using cannabis until I was 21. I didn't do it when I was young. I was like really against it. I was totally indoctrinated though into school and what it meant to like be successful. Not fully either because I always kind of knew what was up. Um, but I wanted to do well. So I accepted what I was told would, you know, would be me doing well. And so cannabis, you know, was a, was not a part of that. (laughs) It was around me all the time. Um, all of my family, it was, it was a very normal part of my life. I just personally was not into it. Um, at 21 in college was my first experience. Well, it was my second experience, but when I started to regularly visit the plant and it definitely was more about kind of experiencing that balanced, relaxed state than um, with no real understanding of the creative aspects or what she could do creatively. Um, I had a few experiences for sure that, you know, pushed what I was, you know, pushed my mind to think, wow, um, there's something else going on in my mind. But honestly, those days were fun days. They were party days. It was college. I was enjoying life, really just trying to take care of myself and grow up and be on my own two feet. Um, but you know, a lot of people back then would have really bad first experiences with this plant and, um, many people, you know, you always talk to someone who's like, Oh no, I can't mess with it. Nope. She, you know, I get all weird and stressed out. And, um, the thing is, is that what that plant really does do is amplify our creative, our, our energy being. And so it's very normal that most of well that we all it's we all have a lot of issues inside (laughs) um cannabis is going to amplify whatever is going on inside so i don't know if that's the reason why it has such a bad rap i mean on top of obviously the pure systematic depression and um you know i don't know just defamation of the plant I don't know if, I mean, is this a part of it too? Do you have people themselves, you know, not been able to come to feel that this plant's a healer because they themselves and they've heard enough people that have had bad experiences. So it sounds like a drug, you know, like a bad trip or something though. Again, um, I think that's the same thing, especially if you're dealing with the substances that come from nature. Um, Existence is vast and really kind of crazy. 
and we live in a very cultivated world that looks like row farms you know like that's the kind of world that we live in the culture that has kind of taken over our at least in this country um our world and when the higher aspects of ourselves are amplified or even the you know the real lower aspects of ourselves because there is both sides before well anyways <laughs> um when these parts are amplified a lot of really amazing things can happen you no longer are trusting the secondhand opinion of your culture and you have to begin to trust your own firsthand opinion and this is you know this is why i feel like i need to get this message out. i i tried to say that a second ago is she she changed for me she's not it's not about balancing out with with cannabis for me this plant is an actual creative ally in my life and i feel so much gratitude to have her and to be able to use her powers to inspire my own creative self my own creative abilities my own creative desires inside because this is the only way that i'm going to be able to get off of this plane is if i get this stuff out it's not going to work any other way for me so having this plant to amplify who i really am inside is really important and i feel like i'm a steward to her and a steward to the parts of the world that she comes from and to the understanding that you know being able to sense the depths and vastness of experience is really valuable and it's really valid and i know that this is a more accepted topic among more people now because these plants are becoming more and more used and cannabis is even being legalized on a large scale there must be something to that systematically that is you know there's darkness to that i know though because i also see the high value energy in our culture and in our world i also know that systematically it's for the good as well there is a very clear understanding that this plant does things to the human experience that provides a more relaxed experience and whether you know that's not what resistance sounds like because people you know want to resist the craziness that's going on in the world so i know that this is not the message of resistance though at the same time it may be the most effective resistance that we have yet to really try because if you don't energize something after long enough it's going to go away one of the better stand up lines of cat williams was when he talked about um you know maybe having a bunch of bills passed due and being late and the lights went out and he takes a hit of a joint and all his problems disappear. <laughs> he all of a sudden is not worried about not having lights. He just lights some candles and he maintains and continues on. And uh you know, 
that's really significant in this world because, and I, and I'm, I know that this isn't a message that everyone can hear as, as significant or as powerful. That does, maybe that sounds like being lazy to some people like, well, why wouldn't he work harder to pay his light bill? The thing is, is that we aren't actually a part of a natural system working and paying light bills. This isn't what, this is what we're supposed to be doing. (laughs) You know, if you got to work to have light at nighttime, like that's, that's, that really is crazy. And you know, it's not that I'm outside of that system. I'm fully partaking in it. And like I've said, I enjoy my artificial light at night still because I'm a night person and I like it. I can create a lot then. Though it's not natural. And we need to open our senses much wider and receive a much more diverse and vast experience in in order to create this new world that is here that is coming it's not been defined yet you know we are the energy forces that are defining the new world which is why even though you know I feel this change of season and I feel this fall you know I literally I can feel a fall (laughs) Uh, within my energy is is lower Um, my desire to create is lower it doesn't feel as energetic as it did even just a month ago you know in the summer even the end of the summer I just felt such a different energy experience and to think back into the spring I was gosh I was like a little baby bunny rabbit I had so much fire in me Um, I can feel my energy, um, going back down into my core and I'm going to move with it though. I'm going to steadily overcome the physical barriers of my life that I don't like because that's the power that I was born with. And to be honest with you, it's kind of the only thing that makes life really exciting for me is for my own personal self is being able to overcome these physical barriers. I I love it. It it inspires me and when I'm inspired, I know that I necessarily so inspire others because that's what the energy of inspiration does. It tunes other energies around them to do the same thing. So I'm going to continue to use all of the plants in all of the ways that I can and their cycles and their processes and their rituals to better align myself with healthier lifestyle habits. Um, I have the soul of, of the places of the world that like that knows these things. I know these things in a way that I wasn't aware of before because they're so they're such a part of my soul though I've always felt like a um, a chocolate woman I've always felt like I looked like my father um, I don't look like my father in terms of skin tone but I always felt like I had skin that was ripened by the sun and I'm, there's just must be large aspects of me in those parts really thriving and forcing the the energy and the knowledge of you know the awareness of healthy beings in that part of the world 
in, you know, forward and into me because that knowledge does, you know, the value in it is just, is so vast and it is becoming less and less spoke about and shared and passed along. Um, though we're also always changing and growing and adding more too. And the plants, you know, like cannabis, I mean, they're not, they communicate themselves. They, they, uh, they come with, with messages, mushrooms, ayahuasca, um, peyote, these, these plants, they taught us how to make them. They taught us how to grow them. They taught us how to cultivate them. They taught us how to care for them, how to nourish them. And then they teach us how to do that for ourselves. And that is, that's really what the message was today is how specifically cannabis, um, teaches me how to nourish my own self, teaches me how to nourish my own like needs and desires to create. And because she's, she is a feminine, creative, energetic plant. And when you take her in, you have to be ready to use that energy force. You have to be ready to direct it. You have to have some projects or some specific reasons why you are intaking the plant. And that may look like never taking the plant. That may look like taking the plant, you know, eating her, using her oils. Um, that may look like heating the plant and smoking the plant or eating it edible, um, but having already be heated as well, like in edibles and candies and things like that. Um, but for the THC effect, because you really do need to break out of, you know, the restrictions that your culture and your family and society have put on you. Um, you have to just know that that's why you're using her. A lot of people use the plant to escape their own reality and their own pain or the things that they haven't really been able to resolve yet. And I'm, I've even used the plant, I'm pretty sure, for a couple of years in my 20s to do the same thing. Like, life was just super hard, so I smoked a lot um, when I wasn't working so that I could, like, just get through to the next day because things were heavy. Um, though, you have to know what you're doing with the plant. There has to be a reason. And that is when the synchronization and the interdependence start to come in play and when you're not going to be stressed out or... Um, unless you're just not supposed to be, you know, unless that plant isn't an ally of yours, because again, this isn't, you know, this is what this plant does. It doesn't mean that this plant does it for everyone. Just like, you know, you could, I love mangoes and my friend is allergic to them. So, um, it's, it's not that this is for everyone though. If you feel the call to the plant, then know that you have to come to her with reasons that you're using her and the amount of creative energy she's going to be putting into you is going to be so high that um that if you don't have good places to put it you know that's you know you don't expect it to be um maybe a fun experience because it's almost like too much coming in <laughs> um but she is a healer a super healer and um, I just wanted to get this information out. It's kind of still challenging to talk about the plant really comfortably because, I don't know, I guess because I'm kind of prudish inside. <laughs> uh, even though I feel this way, it's like, you know, I like to, I like keeping things 
pretty calm and balanced and introducing ideas and concepts in ways that everyone can accept it. And cannabis is one of those plants and one of those experiences and topics that not everyone can really get with it or understand it. Everybody has an experience with a plant or knows somebody or has a story. And so it's, it's a really challenging topic to kind of speak about and have it be a un- universally, you know, mm, understood or accepted. Though I have to break outside of those parts of me. I have to strip those layers too because this plant just has too much value. And when we recognize the, you know, antheogen that she is and what kind of a gift she truly is from from our, you know, from us. She is a gift to us, just like these mushrooms, all these plants that grow there. They are gifts given to us to allow us to experience a more whole, um, a more whole life. <laughs> Remember, our fears live in our thoughts. If our thoughts are no longer fearful, then we're not actually in any type of fear. Then fear isn't real. And we need to bring those aspects of our world back into us, allow ourselves to release and remove these fears that were put upon us from others, from external sources, and get back in tune with that amazing, energetic, creative being that we naturally are, that is what is making everything. Because then we get to make the world that we want. And my faith is so deep, I know that I know I'm doing this with some type of intention, and even if it is to touch a few folks, it's intentional, and the message is so clear for us all to see. We can look to the plants and and visualize it ourselves, so sending a lot of love and peace out to you all. Uh, Next week, we'll have episode three, and I'm going to focus on getting a podcast out every Monday this season. Thank you, Squirrel, for confirming that that was a good choice. (laughs) The squirrel in the background just let me know that. Um, Yeah, because I need it too. So I love y'all and talk to you next week. Peace.